and we can begin to assess more uh, the spirit dimension as to how God speaks. Uh, one or two ways by which you can hear God and understand Him and be able to follow Him. Amen. Yeah, I want you to turn to the book of Job 33. I told this some years back, but I want to take a little thing tonight so that you can see that God can literally, if you will, reveal to you your life, your patterns, your plans, purposes that He has for you. He can reveal them to you uh, through what seems to be what you call dreams and visions of the night. Amen. Okay, turn with me to the book of Job 33. I want to read um, 13 down to 15. That will be okay for us. Up to 16. Why does thou strive against him? He's talking about God. For he giveth not account of any of his matters. For God speaketh once, yea, twice. Yet man perseverate not. What does he do? He speaketh once, yea, twice. But man perseverate not. What he's saying is, Job 33. Verse, verse 14 now. He said, God speaks once, yet twice. Man doesn't understand. So how does he speak? Look at verse number 15. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deeply falleth upon men in slumberings upon the bed, then he opened the ears of men and sealed their instruction. Now, what God is saying is, God speaks to us once, yet twice. Uh, I don't know if there is other translations and the way they put it. How does it put it? Yeah. No, 14. Yeah. Okay, look at that. Again and again. Okay. Okay, that's okay. God speaks again and again. <laughs> what does that mean? And the, verse, verse, the next verse says, How does he speak? In a dream. How many of you still dream in this place? Do you dream? You know, sometimes you don't understand. People think that dreams are not part of the way God communicates. The problem is ability to, you know, Bring yourself or get your spirit right. Maybe let me put it that way. So that you can have the right connection to God to communicate to you what he has in mind. Now, one of the ways by which God, one of the reasons by which God speaks in dreams is because sometimes when he's talking, you do not understand what he's saying. Now, when he talks to you in a dream, it is basically to get attention. The reason is... You are too busy in the day to understand when he's talking. So that's why I say in a sleep, in a slumbering of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, he opened their ears and sealed their instructions. In other words, 
your natural way of understanding things, he takes away so that he can communicate to you through dreams. Are you there? So he said, he seals your instructions, which is your natural understanding. It's just like Paul would say, I will speak with my understanding and I will speak in tongues. Have you read that? First Corinthians 12. So here God is saying, if he's talking to you and because you are too busy in the day, he allows you to go to bed. When you go to bed, it takes away your natural thinking faculty, if you will. It's like your soul is sealed and it begins to communicate to your spirit man. And those things comes in form of what you call dreams. Dreams and visions. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? So you see, it's not every dream you play with. It's not every vision you play with. God is bringing it. Now, one of the things that God intends to do to get you to know that He is the one talking, if you will, to be able to differentiate between the dreams of the natural man and the dreams of God, that is a formula. He said, He speaks again and again. What that means is, He speaks twice. Let me give you an example. Genesis. I don't know if you young ones, but you see, when I was in school, uh, maybe I was a good dreamer, I don't know. But when I was in school, I used to get my results before it is announced. I think that was a privilege. I used to know my position. Once I finished writing the exams, before the result comes out, I know my position. I can always go home and tell my dad, I took first, I took second. And when the result comes, it's just that. You see, I don't know. Some of you, maybe you're not thinking too spiritual. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, Genesis chapter 37. Are you there? Are you there? Okay. I will read from verse 1. And Jacob dwelt in the land of, in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with his sons of Beha, and with his sons of Ziva, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their every part. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peacefully unto him. Verse 15 says, And Joseph dreamed a dream. And I like that. He dreamed a dream. He didn't just dream. He dreamed a dream. You know what that means? He dreamed about his future. He didn't say he dreamed. He dreamed a dream. By implication, the dream that we're about to describe is qualified. Did you, did you understand what I'm saying there? Are you following that? He dreamed a dream. This is a dream which he dreamt about. He dreamed a dream. Now I want you to understand that because it's very important. Okay. Look at the next thing. Uh, and Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. 
For behold, we were burning sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood around about and made obeisance to my sheaf. What is that? And his brethren said to him, Shall thy indeed reign over us? Or shall thy indeed have dominion over us? And he hated him here the more. Now, can I tell you something here? This man had a dream, and the brethren could be able to interpret the dream of Joseph. As I, I mean, Genesis 37. Are you there? Yeah. Did you get that? He dreamt a dream, and he said, In this dream, we're cutting sheaves. That is like, how do I describe it now? Harvest. It's harvest, but like corns or rice, rice okay, things like that. We're just cutting. And then his own, and they're cutting them and they're putting them on the floor. All of a sudden, his own stood up. And it's like the other ones also stood up and begin to bow down to his own uh, what? And he said, man, I had a dream. So what's the kind of a dream? Say, man, we're cutting sheep and your own just stood up. And mine stood up upright. And yours turned around and then they were bowing down. And he said, hey, what do you mean? You mean you are going to rule over us? They understood immediately the meaning of their dream. Hallelujah. You see, all your dream is about swimming in the river, drinking some concussion or whatever. Why well, that's not wrong? <laughs> the point is, if you swim in a river, and you're swimming against the river, you know, river is supposed to flow downstream, and you are trying to swim upstream, it's difficult, it's a hardship. It doesn't mean you're an Obanji person. Hello. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Because the only way they interpret dreams to you is, oh, you swim in the river, you eat in the dream, you have demons or whatever. No. If you climb in mountains, hardship and difficult times, because it takes hardness to climb a mountain. Is that okay? Now, if you stand, for instance, you just saw yourself rise from a river, and you find that you see yourself standing on top of a river. That is victory and overcoming. Jesus walked on water. It doesn't mean you are a bunch of person. Or oh, Jesus will have been one. He walked on water. Peter walked on water. That is overcoming the systems and the powers of the world. That's what people don't know. Because you see, in the book of Revelation chapter 7, it tells us, is the world, multitude of people of tongues and nations. Can you remember that? Come on. Right. So he's talking about an overcoming power over the system of the world. It has nothing to do with you being a marine person. But right, Jesus will have been one who walked on water. And, 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 and Peter walked on water too. Are you there? Come on. So here we find that as soon as the people saw the interpretation, they got the meaning of what this man was talking about and he said hey do you mean you are going to rule over us okay maybe joseph never understood but he knew something now let's read up what verse are we we're in verse seven no no we're in verse number eight we'll get a verse number nine now and he dreamt yet another dream <laughs> And told it his brother, and said, Behold, I've dreamt a dream more. 
and behold the sun and the moon and eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told this to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and the brethren indeed come to bow them ourselves to thee to the earth? And then maybe Joseph will have said yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, are you understanding what I'm saying here? The father understood the dreams. Remember, listen to me. He said, yeah, I got this dream again. The sun, the moon, and the level stars about unto one star. I am that star. The eleven stars and one moon and one star. I mean the sun, the burden to my old star. And the father said, what do you mean? Me, your mother, and your brothers are going to bow down to you, to this heart. And Jesus said, I believe. I think so. <laughs> now, get this right. Do you know that it is this dream actually that kept Joseph going to overcome Potiphar's wife temptation. The pressures that he had even in prison, he could enjoy it because he knew there is a place for the sun and the moon, which is his father and the mother, and the level stars to do what? To bow down to him. It simply shows if you know something about your future, through dreams, and I mean a dream, can you get that? Remember what he said, I have dreamt yet another dream. I've dreamt a dream. A dream. Not just dream, a dream. There has to be a place you come to where you have a dream. Now here you see, because he understood this, he could walk through. There are some things you need to know about your life, and you can get this through them. You know, people often talk about the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Have you heard that? I hear the Holy Spirit talk to me, and you know, you'll be wondering, how does the Holy Ghost talk? Fine. If you can't get the Holy Ghost talk to you the way others, I mean, talks to others, you could dream as well. Okay, so you are not left out. In fact, in Acts chapter 2, remember what he said. This is how we spoke about Prophet Joel. In the last days, I shall part my spirit upon all flesh. Did he say so? What did he say would happen? Young one will do what? Uh-huh. Old man will dream dreams and he will see vision and then will prophesy. Is that okay? What is causing that? The Holy Ghost. So when somebody says, well, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Fine. And then you say, I dreamt a dream. He said, yes, said, the no, Holy Ghost told me too. Because Holy Ghost, he gave dreams. Am I correct? So dream is not an Old Testament concept. It's a New Testament principle. But you have to understand it and know how to interpret it. Is that okay? Are you following what I'm saying now? Very important you understand this. Now the problem is, sometimes people don't understand. Now, see what happened here. God was speaking to Joseph and using different principles to say the same thing. Did you get this? In all of this dream we've just read, something was always happening. All other things were bind down to him. So he knew he would be a ruler. Amen. So you don't need any prophet to talk to Joseph. As to the father, you're going to be a ruler. You don't need one. He knows. <laughs> God already told him, you're going to be a ruler. Is that okay? But let's, forget, let's not forget where we are coming from. He said, God speak at once, yeah, twice. In other words, when a dream repeats itself twice, begin. 
begin to study those things in a dream. Is that alright? Maybe you had a dream now, and then you woke up, and you were thinking, you went back again to dream. And then you had another dream, and if you begin to study the first dream and the second dream, there are going to be some relationship. Now the next thing you do is to find out exactly what God is saying. Where you can do that, you go to somebody who can help you to interpret the dream. If you read that, that Job 33 down, you're going to say, if he finds a messenger, the messenger is the interpreter. Are you there? Come on, I follow what I'm talking about. Right, so, I don't want you to play with your dreams, and I don't want you to always see your dream to be because you're a devil, that's why you're dreaming. <laughs> no! It's, 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 it's of the Lord that we can have some beautiful dreams. Now you see, you get a dream and you come to the place of vision, in a, in a dream and a vision of the night, you find that sometimes this dream is not necessarily uh, the tired that you slumbering, or you can't be slumbering, whatever that may be, but you see, it's like you are seeing something that has to do with God's mind, God is revealing his mind, so it becomes a kind of vision. The difference between the kind of dream and trance is trance, you are not too deeply asleep. You can still be seen. You can still be a little bit awake and be seeing one or two things. Are you, are you following what I'm talking about? You'll be seeing one or two things. And I remember I was with someone sometime and we were talking and um, I kind of closed my eyes and I saw something happening and I said, if I what I saw was water was coming into the person's parlor, the door was shut but water was percolating from under the door. Then I say, hey, brother, you're going to have some problems. He said, what is it? I said, water is entering your house and that is trouble. The next three days, it hit. But the good thing was, we just talked to God immediately. But he thing came, he said, oh, this is what they've said. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That is a trance, vision trance, kind of, as it were. Now, you can live like that. Do you understand what I mean? You can live like that. You don't always walk callously. I, I think I had a very good benefit when I was young because I've always been very spiritually minded. Let me use the word. I have been very spiritually minded. So even in my school days, there are things I see. There are things I was understanding. Even then I was not a believer. Dreams is not peculiar to you being a Christian. I don't know if you understand this. God is just wanting to communicate to you. He wants to talk to man. The difference between you and a, I mean, unbeliever, if you want to use that, is because now your spirit is open. So sometimes you can hear. But even the unbeliever, they can also see, hear voices and see things. Just like a Christian can. But the unfortunate thing I'm looking at is you've been a believer. You've come to the place where you can't even see anything or hear anything. And it's too bad. Hallelujah. Just too bad. Sometimes when I was even in school, to be honest, I could see some questions. I was surprised. I remember, I think in my, uh, the class four, that really happened. I saw three questions in my dream before I went to the hall. When I got there in physics, when I got there, it was exactly what it was. In fact, what made me not do engineering was because of the issue of mathematics that I dropped. If not my physics, I was only having 100%. Anytime I write physics, it's 100. But because I didn't do math, there was no way I could pursue physics. 
But I was saying my questions. It wasn't the devil doing that. Because anyone who is not a believer, the next thing is devil. I don't think so. <laughs> it's just God. Hallelujah. So I want you to develop your spirit to the point where you can, you see, just know there are some things you need to, God needs to just let you have it. Okay, let me say something again. Genesis 41. But I want you to catch there is the issue of, speak it once, yea, twice. You don't know what, when you begin to have a dream repeating itself two times, as the case may be, that must be God talking to you. Let's look at um, Genesis 41. And then we'll look at verse 32. Are you there? Okay. Now we're going to go back a little bit and see. Wow. Uh, it's a long reading. If you take time to read all of these. Uh, wow. You see, it's, 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 it's Pharaoh having a dream. Uh I will read all of that. It's long. Okay. Okay. Maybe we need to take it up. Go back to verse um, 16. And Joseph answered, verse 16, are you there? And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying it, it's not me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of the river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven kings, king, fat, flesh, and well favored, and they fed in the middle. And behold, seven other kings came up after them, poor and very ill favored, and lean fleshed, such as I never saw in all the land of Egypt for badness. And the lean and the ill favored king did eat up the first seven fat king. And when they are eating them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them up. But they were stately favored as at the beginning. So I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, now this is another one. Seven ears came up in one stock, full and good. And behold, seven ears withered thin and blistered with the east wind sprang up after them. And the thing he had devoured the seven good ones. And I told this unto the musicians, but there was none that could give, declare it to me. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is one. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Hallelujah. Now, <laughs> that, that thing one that is very important to me. Twice. The dream is one. Um, okay. Now, watch this. Let's use this illustration of something like a goat. Or, or, or let's look at a cattle. Is that okay? And he said, he saw seven cattle, very robust. Mama, eh? very robust, hefty. And all of a sudden, very thin ones that are almost going to die. You pity them. They just came and eat up these big cows. And you still look at this one, nothing shows in their body. They are still as lean as they were before they ate up the seven big cows. And then I saw an ear of corn grow up, robust, 
And another one came out very tiny and ate up the robust one. And he said, I spoke to my magicians. What is the meaning of this? Lean cows eating up fat cows. And Jesus said, Both the ears of corn or whichever and the cows that you saw is one dream. Now, illustrate this with what happened. Now look at this with what happened to the case of Joseph. Can you see the picture now? What happened to Joseph? The stars, the moon bowed down, the sheep bowed down. You see, two different objects, but speaking of what? The same thing. So Joseph simply said, your dream is one. Now that's what he means. God speak at once, yea, twice. But it's one thing. Hallelujah. Are you there? Okay. Now, that was speaking at the fourth place, the bar, in, 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 in the Hebrew. And it means to speak rarely. You know what? God doesn't just talk. It's something that's a little bit scarce when something is really done. To speak rarely. So God speaks through dreams rarely. Oh, did you understand this now? That is why you don't play with your dreams if you understand what it really means. Personally, I don't play with my dreams. And if I may give you some little clue to that. Uh, you know, people, it all depends on individuals. People like praying. Some people, I know somebody who came to me like praying between 1, oh, 12, 1, 2, 3. He said that's midnight fight or whatever. Eh? Now when you finish that, you go to bed. Suddenly you become so tired. And you are not sensitive to even what I'm saying. And when God begins to speak to you in the early hours of the day. Because the break of day starts from around 4 o'clock. Between 4 and 5.30. Let me say from 3 down to 5.30. They are very, very important hours for some of us. That is when God actually gives you some flashes. About the new day you are entering into. Is that okay? But if you do all of those things, it's like, I'm not saying it's bad. But be sensitive at that time. Those who have stay with, they know me. People don't like waking me up when it is from four. They are very sensitive moments of my life. Those who knows me knows that. Very sensitive moment. That is when I really capture some things. Quiet moment. And God will communicate. That's why if you stay in a compound where people start their music by 4 o'clock, then you are in trouble. You know, some people start music by 4 o'clock. And they play very heavy. Especially, you know, I don't know what's happening. I was just, I know of a couple, they just have a little baby. And if they are playing music, okay, they start music around that 4, 5, very loud. I wonder the nature of child, that boy or that baby is going to be because the thing that are entering the spirit of this baby is another thing. All right. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's see what um, Joseph got to say here. Ooh, where are we now? Verse 27. The dream is one verse 26. Now verse 27 says, And the seventh thing an evil fathered king that came up after them are seven. No, let's look at verse 26. Is that okay? The seven good things are seven years. Are you following? Are you there? And the seven good years are seven years. 
The dream is right. 27. And the seventh thing and ill favored king that came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty years blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do or to do, he showeth unto Pharaoh. Can somebody help me say amen to that? What God is about to do, he showed unto who? Unto Pharaoh. Was Pharaoh a believer? But God showed him what he is about to do. Alright. Now verse 29. Behold, there came seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. And there shall arise after them seven years of famine. And all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Pharaoh of Egypt. And the famine shall consume the land. Now let me tell you something. If this dream was to be given to our people today, they will start binding the devil. Am I correct? Come on, talk to me. Of course, they will just launch into binding the devil. That's seven animals. They begin to interpret the animal and all of that and all of that. But look at the interpretation. Those animals speak of years. You have nothing to do with the devil coming to the land. Are you there? Are we still together? Okay. Verse 31. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for that, this is the key, verse 37, 32, I mean 30, 30, 32. And for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. That is why it is double. So when it's double, God is going to bring it to pass. Now take up the book of come on, are you understanding what I'm talking about? That's why you don't play with your dreams when you get it once or twice. Joseph is giving us a clue to that. If you see it once or twice, double, God is going to bring it to pass. Amen. What you need to watch out for is the interpretation. What is the meaning of this my dreams that I've had? If you have a good understanding, because if you read down, you're going to find that Pharaoh simply said, well, we need to have somebody to be in charge of the good stock. And that is why they, were now, they have to appoint Joseph to be in charge of all the grains in Egypt. To stockpile the good years so that when the famine came, they could see our stock to take care of the famine. In other words, this dream of Pharaoh was to prevent hunger in the land in the years to come. But if we were to be us today, we will start buying the devil. Now, they didn't go about buying the devil. What did they do? They appointed a man that can take charge of the grains. Solution is what God was provided. Did you get this? Come on. Are you following that? God was simply providing what? A solution to the problem that was ahead. So you see, God gives you solution to some of your problems through dreams. But the problem is, man doesn't understand. And so every dream, I traveled recently and I was in the book show. I was going through these books and I see all manner of books. Ooh. One guy is into deliverance and they begin to animal dreams in the animal kingdom or whatever. Ah, they just begin to interpret the crab, the this, the that. 
And if you see this in a dream, is this. If you see this in a dream, now here they see king animals there, they didn't see any devil. They saw a year of plenty and a year of hunger. Are you following what I'm talking about? Sometimes, you see, you just need good interpretation. You can pin it to one thing. For instance, when I was young, I saw one day a very big animal coming from the outskirts of my city. And somehow, I killed this animal. And I woke up. I was wondering, but I knew something was wrong somewhere. The third day, I was called my grandmother is dead. Now, I'm not a wizard. That I killed my grandmother. You see, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. But God was just trying to show me a picture of this old woman that she's about to go. And I'm connected because I'm a grandson. That is just it. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's as simple as that. So, one thing again you need to understand is, when you begin to have dreams, there are things that are peculiar to the interpretation of your dream. They are very unique to you. What people see and get trouble in their dreams, I don't see them and get trouble. Because over time, I've had these dreams and I've already established an understanding about them. Are you following what I'm saying now? Let me show you something. When I was giving back to children, anytime my wife takes in, before she takes in, I'll pluck fruits. Once the fruit is ripe, I know she has taken in. That's peculiar to me. It's not for everybody. So I can't interpret your dream in that sense. But it's unique to me. Are you catching what I'm talking about? I lose some children. And any time we are going to miss a child in any form, I see oil. Palm oil in particular. It has given to me. Oh, the only thing now is broken or something. I just know. She doesn't need to tell me. I will know what is going to happen. It's peculiar to me. It's not for you. So, you have to come to a place where you have some patterns in the spirit realm that God really speaks to you, which are unique to your life. Are you following what I'm talking about? Very unique to your life. And when you come to that, I tell you, you can walk through life knowing before it comes to be. Because look at what Joseph said. God is showing you what he's about to do. So what's about to happen is revealed to you. Very, very important. You have to understand this. Especially if he repeats itself twice. See, it is double because God wants to do this and he's going to bring it to pass shortly. It's going to be established. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm trying to say now? So I want you to come to that place where don't play with your dreams and that is when you really think spiritually. You should be able to think spiritually. I mean, at all costs, don't allow so many things to distract your mind either before you go to bed or whatever. 
mature your spirit so that when God is communicating through dreams, you will definitely be able to understand what God is saying. Are you following what I'm saying now? Now you see, you can come to that place where as you walk in this dimension, remember, listen, let me tell you something. If you go to the book of Deuteronomy 13, the Bible says, if there arise a dreamer of dream or a prophet, it simply means you can become prophetic through dreams. You can become prophetic through dreams. But that I mean to say, by reason of the kind of dreams you can be having, you can see some things that God is about to do. If you look at the whole book of Daniel, it's written based on dreams. God having changed. Now, if you walk along this path for a while, the next thing that you are probably going to come into is God beginning to talk to you from the scriptures through voice in your dream. You are upgrading. You know, you can, you can just lie down, maybe you are about to dream, the next thing you hear a voice and the scripture is given to you. Maybe John 5, this, this, that, just like that. You just hear a voice and you pick it and you read it and it's going to relate directly to your problem. Now when God gives that to you, it becomes a revelation. Are you following what I'm trying to say? It becomes a revelation. Now you must grow to that level as well. Because now that you're a Christian, God wants to instruct you from his word. That time is no longer just the logos, it's not just the words. It's a revelation, it's a revelation because God spoke it to you. In your dreams. And you must come to the place as well where sometimes you wake up in the morning at about like I keep on saying maybe from four or five down to six, God gives you a song. How many of you have ever sang a song, woke up singing a song once? Have you heard that? Fine. Try to interpret the lyrics of that song. That's a message for you. Hmm? That's a message for you. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it can even be, if you are used to, it can be a secular music. It just want to teach you something from that. Do you understand that? It can give it to you early hours in the morning. You find yourself wake up in the morning, you are singing a particular song. Study the song. Study the lyrics of the song. I mean, try to find what are you saying. Find out what the song is all about. There is a message there for you that you need to know. Are you catching this? Very, very important. So don't play with your life. But I mean, Joseph was 17 when he started this. How old are some of us now? 20. <laughs> we can't even dream good dreams, not to even interpret those dreams. Joseph was 17. He knew about his life at the age of 17. That is the key to what I'm trying to tell you tonight. His parents understood that this guy is a unique man at the age of 17. He knew who was going to be. Because God gave him a dream twice. Don't wait till you are old before you know. Can I hear an amen to that? And with this you can really know who God intends you to be. How he wants you to walk. The things he wants you probably to do. You can know. God doesn't want to keep you in silence. He doesn't want to shut you out. There are things he wants to reveal to you. And you can catch this through dreams. Glad I'm talking to young ones tonight. And my key example is Joseph. At the age of 17, he knew he was going to be a ruler. Is that all right? Are you following what I'm saying now? Very important. I can, I can tell you that 
80% of my life is based on these things I'm talking to you about. 80% of my life. The things I take and the things I do is based on the thing the Lord reveals to me. Most often people confirm what he reveals to me. And I want you to be helped along that line. Do you understand? Spiritual maturity is not necessarily the largeness of a place where you worship. You may be in a very big place and yet you don't understand how God operates. Because most often, man tries to impose on you what he knows. But spiritual frequency determines that you chart a course in the realm of spirit yourself. And I always like to give keys to people so that they can develop themselves. And that what God has in mind for them. That is spiritual growth. So you can't be 17 and be very matured. You can't be 17 and be, begin to know what your tomorrow is going to be. The kind of profession, how you're going to end up, you probably know some of them. You will know. Those who are here, we know very well. Uh, some of you may not know, but we are transiting in this church. And we know ultimately where we are ending. We know because it has come in years back. Years back. So please, as much as possible, don't play with your dreams, don't play with your spiritual development. You can know more about your life than what somebody else will tell you. Hold your spirit strong. Process your spirit mind as much as possible. Filter out anything that will clog your mind when you go to bed. Part of those things is to be pure in your spirit. Think right. Think right. Righteousness is not anything. It's the processing of the Holy Spirit. Think right. Be a righteous person in your thoughts. Process it. God will visit you. God will speak to you. God will begin to make you see who you are supposed to be in the ages to come. From his word. Like God will speak to, I mean, Joseph will speak to Pharaoh and say, what God wants to do, he's showing you now. It is good. At, no, but you see, now, think about it yourself. The Bible says, God will do nothing except if I reveal it to his prophet. Oh, come on. So I see Pharaoh being a prophet there because he was already seeing what is about to come. Hallelujah. So he's a prophet. He's not a believer. Interesting. God will show him what is about to come. And God will not do anything except if I reveal it to his prophet. Who is a prophet? A man who knows what God wants to do. Am I right? So you don't put it down to one man and tag it down to the man and say, Hey, hey, God said the Lord. No, 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 no. You can dream and be a prophet. You just want to know what God wants to do. Simple definition. Who is a prophet? What God wants to do. That's all. I will do nothing except for very really told my prophet. And here was Pharaoh seeing what others have not seen. Hallelujah. So you can be a prophet of yourself. Just like Joseph, you can know when the sheaves are going to bow down. You can know where the sun and the moon are the level stars. You see, you don't even need to fight it. God has established it. And like he told Pharaoh, he said, God wants to bring it to pass. So this one man is not going to stop it. 
That means there are some dreams you have about yourself. No matter what, no devil can take your destiny from you. I like that. Once you see it, hold on to it. Grab it. It's not equally fighting for it. No, man. God just have said, I am just going to do this. When God is doing it, it's no longer you. God is going to do it. And so when they were putting him in prison, whatever, this guy will say nothing. He simply knows God is going to do it. Hallelujah. So no matter what happened to some of us, we just simply know God is going to do it. Just keep walking. Get into the pit, get into slavery, get into prison, no problem. All we know is at the end of the day, the sun and the moon and the level stars will bow. That's the important thing. And when that time comes, they turn around to beg you. As he brought with Joseph. You are into something good. I want your visions to be clear. I want your dreams to be strong. May your mind be established in the name of Jesus Christ. May your dreams become clearer from today in the name of Jesus Christ. I just want to believe that God will minister to your spirit. Increase your understanding. Let sharp interpretation come to you whenever you have a dream in the name of Jesus. Where there is no one to interpret. May God help you to interpret your dreams. In the name of Jesus Christ. May you see your future. May you see your tomorrow. May you see the next thing God intends to do. I mean what God wants to do. Not what the enemy wants to do. What God wants to do. That may establish you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.